Hey, it's Jake and Amir. You are listening to showbizmonkeys.com. The best website on the internet called Showbiz Monkeys. Around this town. I'm alright. I'm alright. I mean, no consequence when you're playing with the fire. Hello, Jake and Amir. Thank you so much for joining me here on showbizmonkeys.com. Now, to begin, can you give us a quick run-through of how you got involved in comedy, how you began on College Humor, how you guys first met? Yeah, uh, I was working at College Humor as a writer in like 2005 is when I started, and Jake started as an intern shortly thereafter, and we met at work. Now, I know you're over 300 episodes into the podcast, and when you first started, you got uh, very basic questions such as, uh, how do I get abs? Uh, to now a little more crazy and absurd questions. Uh, and I was wondering whether there was has been natural progression to the questions getting more complicated as you moved into the show, or do you actually have to dig to find really interesting and podcast-worthy questions? Yeah, I mean, every time we look for questions, we try to answer something that we haven't answered before, so maybe that's why they're getting a little more esoteric-specific and unique. Now, I know within that, you do play some games on the podcast, uh, do you mind talking a little bit about the Game Boy and what it is, uh, how it became a thing on the show, and uh, whether you keep tally when you do play the Game Boy? Oh man, we should. The Game Boy probably the Game Boy started out of pure laziness. Uh, we were like, you know, we ran out of time before we needed to record, so rather than find questions, we decided that we would play a game uh, where we search all of our. 30,000 emails uh, with just one uh, strange word. The object of the game is to find one email in all of the thousands with that one strange word, uh, say hippopotamus or barnacle. Uh, ooh, barnacle's a good one, actually. <laughs> and then when we were playing that game, uh, I just did a dumb voice like I was a guy who was really obsessed with the game, and thus the Game Boy was born. Now, when playing the Game Boy, I know you sometimes have the cheaters come up and they'll copy and paste the entire dictionary into the body of their email when they send it to you. Do you ever discipline these cheaters in any way? The, che- the people who have copy and pasted the entire dictionary, I when I find them, I uh, delete their email uh, forever so it doesn't come up again. Um, but the people who game the Game Boy by putting a couple weird words at the end of their uh, email, I reward them because I think that's, I think that's within the realm of, of uh, fair play in the game. Now, besides the podcast, I know you just finished shooting season two of your show, Lonely and Horny. And Lonely and Horny being a lot about millennials' lifestyle, dating, relationships... Has there been any inspiration or memorable stories that have come from answering emails from the podcast within writing episodes of the show? Yeah, we always considered the main character of Lonely and Horny to be like sort of an amalgamation of all the lost souls that write into our podcast. So we definitely uh, are inspired by the questions we receive to write the character of Ruby Jade. <laughs> That's awesome. Has there been any emails that have produced storylines within the show? Ooh, good question. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we've ever taken something directly from from the podcast and put it in the show. But 
I think a lot of the attitudes that we like to make fun of, like the entitled to sex attitude, uh, that's kind of gone from the podcast into the show. We gave Ruby that point of view that because he's like rich and knows uh, how to talk to people, that he should be having way more sex than he is. Now, Jake, I know you're getting married fairly soon. Am I correct? Yeah. Wow, you really do listen to the show. <laughs> I know most of your emails you receive is about relationships. Has past or current partners listened to both of you give advice about relationships? And has this affected your relationship, either positively or negatively? Um, my fiance, she's not a, she doesn't listen to the show as much as you do. I wish she <laughs> did. Uh, but she, she has heard the show she, and she's been to, she's been to the live shows, So she knows, she knows what she's gotten herself into. Uh, my girlfriend has never listened to my podcast. No. Or supported him in any way. Yeah. I guess she hears my voice enough on a day to day basis that she doesn't need to put headphones on and listen to me talk when I leave. It's like a 23 hour podcast. So the one hour a day I'm not next to her is just a huge relief. <laughs> when Amir goes to record the podcast. <laughs> After over 300 episodes, you've recently started a new segment of the show called Unsolicited Advice. Can you talk about what made you start this and what caused you to add a new feature to the show? Um, I guess in the new year, we just decided that it was probably, it, it was time to change things up and shake things up. And we had a bunch of random ideas, but unsolicited advice was one that that stuck that felt like we could do it week to week, especially if we kind of like took turns. Cause every week there's something new that we're, that we're into and what better, what better Avenue to share that with people than on our advice show. If this becomes popular, can you see yourself doing completely separate podcasts where you talk about a random topic once a week, as opposed to answering questions like you do in the, if I were you show. Oh, interesting. Wow. It's a good idea. That is a good idea. You're well, hired. <laughs> yeah. When you first started, I know you got a few people emailing, asking for advice, but then adding a tagline at the end of the email saying, feel free to make fun of me on the podcast, but don't forget to answer my question. And I feel like you've gotten better and better at giving real advice while still having fun with the show. But has there been any angry or upsetting emails about any advice that either of you have given? Um, I, we get follow-up. We call them follow-up pups. Uh, I get follow-up pups a lot, but not really ever like, I followed your advice and it was terrible. It, it's usually something along the lines of like, you guys were right. My, I like did need to break up with my girlfriend or, um, or where our advice never actually came into play. Uh, some situation either exploded or worked out on its own. Uh, we've almost never ever given good advice from the follow-up pups, but at least we haven't steered anybody into a disaster. And do you ever creep into any of the people who email or you give advice either on social media or whatever email they send you? Sometimes I, there was like one dude who was like, I'm a really hot Swedish guy. And he was like, his problem was that he was like worried about a threesome that he was going to have. And I was like, I didn't believe him. So I, so I searched his name and indeed he was a really jacked Swedish dude. And you're on tour and you're coming to Canada very soon. Can you talk about the difference between going to the live show as opposed to you guys doing a show within the studio? Yeah, the live shows, I think, are more of like a party atmosphere. We're interacting. We're sort of drinking a little bit. Maybe the audience is, too. It's getting a little silly. It feels like more of a, you know, like an event. And then the 
the shows that we record in our studio is more of a conversation that you're eavesdropping on. Right. So if you're listening to a show, like on your, on your way to work, you probably want to listen to one that's recorded in the studio. But if you're, um, the live shows have like a, you had to be there kind of quality to them. So if you can be there, then you should. And is there anything special that a listener at home won't get by not coming to the live show that a live audience member will get? Oh, uh, there is a, we usually take a short uh, break in the middle where uh, we take questions from the audience. And Jake, do you still share the story of how you lost your virginity to the audience during the break? Well, that's usually the first question that gets asked during our special break. So I have still been doing it. Do you guys have anything you want to promote or talk about before we wrap it all up? Yeah, just the shows. Yeah, we're going to be in Winnipeg, Calgary, and Vancouver back-to-back-to-back days on March 6th, 7th, and 8th. Um, so hope to see as many people as possible there. Jake and Amir, thank you so much for talking to me. And I will uh, see you guys when you come down to Winnipeg and hope you have a great tour across Canada. Well, make sure you say hey to us in, uh, in Winnipeg. We'd love to meet you, man. Showbizmonkeys.com